President Joe Biden is seeking to bolster access to contraception as the nation marks a year since the Supreme Court decision overturning federal abortion protections. Biden's executive order aims to strengthen and expand access to contraception. Biden's declaration will direct the government to consider ways to make affordable over-the-counter contraception, including emergency contraception, more accessible, uh, which including emergency contraception, more accessible, which includes pharmacies, employers, and insurers. Today, top Democrats marked the one year of the overturning of Roe versus Wade with uh, President Biden attending a reproductive rights event where he spoke about the executive order to protect women's rights, to protect women's right to choose. After the decision came down, I signed two executive orders. My administration took a number of actions to protect the access to reproductive health care. And it's just the one I signed, the third executive order, which is to strengthen the affordability of high-quality contraception. The idea that I had to do that, I mean, I mean, no, really, think about it. Think about it. I know I'm 198 years old. <laughs> but all kidding aside, think about that. I never, ever thought I'd be signing an executive order protecting the right to contraception. But the only sure way to protect a woman's health and rights is for Congress to pass a law. Okay, so that was President Biden. Now, um, Massachusetts Representative Ayanna Presley is leading the charge to get the Abortion Justice Act passed in Congress. Last June, the Supreme Court's Dobbs versus Jackson uh, Women's Health Organization decision overturned the landmark 1973 Roe v. Wade decision legalizing the right to an abortion. The Abortion Justice Act is a comprehensive bill that calls for necessary federal investments in abortion care, including training, research, outreach, doula care, and innovation. It requires insurance coverage, including abortion care. It protects patients and providers from criminalization. It affirms a legal right to abortion and miscarriage care. It, re it removes systemic barriers to care, including uh, for immigrant families, and it addresses disparity and systemic racism in the healthcare system. Representative Ayanna Presley, who has joined, who was joined by lawmakers and advocates who unveiled, unveiled the bill at a Capitol Hill press conference earlier today, says the Abortion Justice Act, the, the, the uh, Abortion Justice Act will. normalized and we speak plainly about the many varied circumstances where abortion care is sought. In a just America, bodily autonomy is treated as a right codified in law and your access to care is not dependent on your zip code or your immigration status, your income or your background. Our bill moves us closer to a truly just America by protecting patients and providers from criminalization removing systemic barriers to care, and calling for bold federal investments in abortion care, including training, 
research, outreach, doula care, facilities, innovation, and access. Let me be clear. A just America is possible. And I look forward to the day where our bodily autonomy is our own. Before Roe was decided, people flung themselves downstairs or maimed themselves with wire hangers to terminate a pregnancy. I remember the stories of hearing women sitting on a toilet full of ammonia and waiting. Sepsis was the leading cause of death for people seeking abortion care. Restricting access to abortions did not stop women from needing abortions. Rather, it only forced more people into dangerous and life-saving situations. If the so-called, they call themselves the pro-life folk, if the forced birth folk, if that movement was sincere in its attempt to protect life, they would save lives by not only protecting access to abortion care, but by expanding access to sexual and reproductive care, health care. The truth is, we know that role, it was always the floor. That's right. It was just the floor. So before, during, and after role, marginalized communities have always faced barriers to care. As lawmakers, we have a responsibility to do all that we can to protect reproductive rights. And that's just what the Abortion Justice Act does. Vice President Kamala Harris participated in the exclusive roundtable discussion called One Year Post Row, a readout special with VP Harris, featuring Joanne Reed and people impacted by the Dobbs decision. By the Dobbs decision. Here's some of that discussion. Amanda and I were in Tallahassee together, and her story, like so many, is a story of going needing emergency medical care and being denied because of the confusion. And what we're seeing, so many physicians and health care providers who are now really worried about what that does also in terms of access to all kinds of reproductive health care. In the top 10 states with the worst maternal mortality... Mm-hmm. In the top 10 states in the United States of America that have the worst maternal mortality, those top 10 states also have bans in place. Yeah. Think about what that means and the hypocrisy at play when people purport to say that their position is because they care about women and children. Right. But yet you don't have and don't give them access to high quality and affordable care, including postpartum care. Let's also talk mm-hmm. about that. Mm-hmm. And... Um, and what that means, again, in terms of, you know, really conflicting signals, but actually hypocrisy at play. With that, I want to go back to my panel, um, Kelly Bethea and Matt Manning. Uh, Kelly, we're going to start with you. So oftentimes um, we hear, or at least I hear, um, insensitive things coming from men when it deals with women's reproductive rights. And oftentimes women's reproductive rights just gets reduced down to abortion. And let's just be honest, some men may get mad at me. A lot of men don't understand women's bodies. Okay, let me just let's just put that out there. Okay. What first of all, what do you think about this executive order? And what are some things that you think men should know when it comes to women's reproductive rights that we, we may not know. 
So two-pronged question. What do I think about the executive order? I think that um, Biden should never have had to need to sign it in the first place. Like he said, he's 198 years old, and he never thought he'd see the day where he would have to govern women's bodies in the positive, if at all. So mm -hmm. I'm glad he signed it. It's some form of protection. Um, but we've, we've got a long way to go, again, because... To your second point, what do men know about women's bodies? Absolutely nothing. What do men <laughs> need to know about women's bodies? Absolutely nothing. Mind your damn business. You're not the one birthing the kid. You are contributing by way of sperm to possibly fertilize a kid, but you're not birthing that kid. Your teeth aren't potentially going to fall out because of that kid. You're not about to have postpartum depression because of that kid. You're not about to have, you know, your life at stake because you put your penis inside somebody's vagina. Like, it's like, and I hate to be that vulgar, but that's really what it is. Mind your business. That's it, because that's all this is. This is about control. This is about maintaining your hubris and ignorance on the matter, because you can't stand the fact that there is an entity out there being women that knows something, anything, more than you. That's all this is. And frankly, I'm tired of it. The fact that I'm 32 years old and there's a possibility that I will live longer than I've had the right to my own body is absolutely disgusting to me. So, you know, what can men do? Go to hell about it, frankly. I, I really do not care. I, I, I'm not in the mood. It's raining outside. It's gloomy. It matches my mood. I'm tired. Okay. okay. Uh, so, Matt, let me come to you. So you're down there in Texas with Governor Greg Abbott, who said he's going to abolish rape. I don't know how he's uh, progressing towards that. Uh, wh what are your thoughts on, on this executive order? In an allegedly free country, the people should not have to beg for the freedom to make decisions about their bodies. In an allegedly free country, the people should not have to beg their representatives to make decisions that allow them to have maximum freedom. In an allegedly free country, we should not have to beg for the basics of health care. In an allegedly free country, we should not expect that the states are going to now try to attack an executive order that expands access to health care. In an allegedly free country, we should have much greater access to health care, abortion, and beyond. That's what this comes down to, because in an allegedly free country, people are not um, subject to the whims of other people's religion, and that religion shutting down their ability to have access to decisions with their body. What this comes down to is freedom. And this comes down to, obviously, women know their bodies better than we do, but beyond that, all people, by virtue of their existence, have the right to decide what is best for them as it relates to health issues. And that does not matter to me, if, if it matters to you, rather, that your opinion is this person should not do this by virtue of your value system. You don't have to make that choice. That's what's so absurd about this debate is this idea that the choice that you make somehow affects my life. It does not, right? So the fact that we even have to get to this point is a problem, and it shows the fact that we don't actually live in a free country. But beyond that, I would expect with this executive order, I'm glad that Joe Biden um, took this step, but I suspect that Texas and other groups, right, states and groups are going to attack this and say he does not have the right to expand this access. And the problem for me is the fact that we even have to beg our representatives to codify something that we have as a natural right to make decisions about our bodies and our health care. 
I mean, it's really absurd that we even have to beg them to do that. And the fact that, right. I mean, I love Ayanna Presley, so I'm not at all uh, accusing her of this, but the fact that what we see in the wake of these is we see people trying to increase their own political stock by being the one who comes out and champions a certain issue is a problem. Because we, the people, should recognize we don't have to beg 600 people in D.C. to give us what's already ours, right? The right, fact that right. Congress has not moved swiftly on a law with this should be disgusting to everybody. And the reality with healthcare, frankly, is in our country, it is still entirely too commodified and it's entirely, entirely too based on a patchwork of laws. It should be easy to get healthcare in this country and it should be right. uh, your sacred right to decide what healthcare you want uh, in your life and what's appropriate to your life. And that's what I think, it, you know, this executive order should open the door to. All right. Thanks, Matt. Well, with African-American and, and just, women. Just a little bit. Abortion care is health care. That's right. all it is. I, I just wanted to right. put that out there. I'm done. Right. And, and I know we're coming up on a break, but with African-American women dying at almost four times the rate of white women when it comes to pregnancy-related uh, issues, then all African-American men need to be concerned about women's reproductive rights. Okay. Um, Roland Martin Unfiltered will be right back here on the Black Star Network. This is Ancient Kemet, the Moors, and the Ma'afa. Understanding the transatlantic slave trade, what they didn't teach you in school. Class number one. Uh, starts up Saturday, uh, June 24th, 2023. Register right now. Visit our website, theafricanhistorynetwork.com, theafricanhistorynetwork.com. So when you register, when you visit our website, you scroll down the page, you see the information for our Sunday night radio show, the African History Network show, 9 p.m. to 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on 9, 10 a.m. Superstation WFDF, and we broadcast on our social media platforms. You see our PayPal cash app information here as well. And then a uh, 12-week online course. So we do the sessions live. All the sessions are archived and recorded. This class is on sale $80, regularly $130. You can register for the full 12-week online course here. Uh, when you click on that link, it takes you uh, to the next page. And uh, on the next page, just uh, click on uh, enroll right here, the purple button enroll. As soon as you register, you can start watching uh, the content. Okay. And we do the sessions live. All the sessions are archived and recorded. Uh, you can go back and watch this anytime a year from now, two years from now, you can go back and watch the entire class. You don't have to uh, be in class live, but don't take attendance, anything like that. We have a live text chat also. Uh, in class, you can see me. I can't see you. We have a live text chat, so you can ask questions uh, in class as well, okay? And we have a bundle pack uh, where you get this class and the second class that I teach, um, Black Resistance Movements from the Haitian Revolution, U.S. Civil War, Civil Rights Movement, and Black Power Movement, 1800 to 1968. I teach that class on Sundays, 2 p.m. to 4 p.m. Uh, Eastern Standard Time. And that class, we deal with so much history. We deal with that crucial period of time leading up to the Civil War um, and after slavery ends in the Reconstruction Era, Jim Crow Era. Um, great migration, World War One, World War Two, civil rights movement, black power movement to understand what happened to us after slavery ended. What were the laws and policies put in place uh, to put us uh, where we are, to bring us to where we are today, to understand where we need to go from here. So your understanding of politics and politics is the legal distribution of scarce wealth, power and resources. 
and the writing of laws, statutes, ordinances, amendments, and treaties, their adoption, interpretation, and enforcement. Your understanding of politics is directly related to your understanding of history. So the more you understand history, the better you understand politics, the better we understand how all these policies impact us and how to um, engage in politics. And this is why you hear me say we have to stop telling African-Americans to exercise your right to vote. You don't vote for exercise. If you want to exercise, you go to the gym and work out. You vote for power. Politics is the legal distribution of scarce wealth, power, and resources, and the writing of laws, statutes, ordinances, amendments, and treaties, their adoption, interpretation, and enforcement. So we have to understand history, economics, law, and politics to be able to put together agendas, to be able to uh, organize and force our agenda and get policies put in place that are beneficial to African-Americans and what's good for African-Americans are good for America in general. All right. So um, visit our website, theafricanhistorynetwork.com. Uh, you can register for this class. Uh, class number one is uh, Saturday, June 24th. Class number two is Saturday, uh, July 1st. Class number three is, is Saturday, July 8th. And this is uh, 2 p.m. to 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We have the uh, link for the class and the thread of the broadcast. You can register right now. We have bonus content already uploaded that you can start watching. And you'll also get five of uh, my lectures free included uh, with the registration of this course. They will be in the video library so you can stream uh, five of my lectures also. Uh, if you want to support the African History Network and if you uh, also if you want to pay through Cash App, you can do so right through our website right on the homepage of our website, our cash app information is there. Dollar sign the AHN show through cash app or through PayPal, paypal.me forward slash the AHN show. And this is our um, cash app account. And we have the link on the homepage of our website because uh, there's some fake uh, African History Network cash app accounts out there. And uh, I'm still trying to get them shut down. So when you scroll down our website, we have our cash app information. Click right here and takes you to our Cash App link. Uh, it's dollar sign, the AHN show, S-H-O-W. And when you go to it, it will say Michael uh, also. So we have that uh, there and our PayPal information is here as well. Uh, PayPal.me forward slash the AHN show. All right, so we'll hope to see you in class. Uh, this Saturday, remember, right now is correct wrong behavior. It's not over till we win. We're kind of forever. And we'll talk to you next time. Peace.